Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Jason McKenzie with Building Wealth Now. Glad that you're here. I am your host with Building Wealth Now, and I'm so incredibly excited for you to be on here as I always am. And we've got a great episode today, but if you have not gone over to iteachfreedom.com, make sure you do that. If you are a long-term subscriber or a long-term listener, hey, thank you so much. If you're a long-term listener and you haven't hit the subscribe button to the YouTube channel and or also the podcast channel, I encourage you guys to do that. I would appreciate it. Love it so much. And uh, if you are a new guest today, welcome as well. Glad to have you on that. And make sure you also hit that subscribe button if you find value and you get help out of this. Uh, this is all about online business, marketing, modern economy, and mindset. And uh, we always talk about different types of online businesses. We talk about how to conquer mindset. We talk about marketing. We talk about the things that think through things about. So there's not one particular online business that we focus on. Uh, we talk about a plethora of different types of online businesses, specifically things such as drop shipping, affiliate marketing, uh, wholesale e-courses, e-books, apps, investing, the whole nine yards we talk about all here on Building Wealth Now. And so uh, if you are a entrepreneur, you're, you're somebody saying, man, I would really want to be in online business. I think online business is the key place to be. I think online business with the world, the way it is right now with this whole pandemic thing, I think that online business is the place that people should really invest and focus their time on. I, I think you're right too. I think 100% you're right. And I think there's so many things that people could really um, learn from doing online business. We see a lot of companies here in the last year, we're now a year officially into the whole COVID pandemic, that a lot of companies pulled their entire staff away from a corporate executive building and now put them at in-home work. And what we have seen and we have learned that a lot of these companies now are going completely away from having a corporate building and going completely to online platforms, which here's the problem. Eventually, those things are going to cause people to lose their jobs. They're not going to see as much need for a corporate office, and they're never going to send employees back to that. And so a lot of the stuff is going to be at home for some people, but that means they're also going to learn that they can automate a lot of things at home. And that's the beauty of online business. The beauty of online business is that you have the opportunity to automate things. And that's where that residual income comes in that I talk to you about so often, right? Residual income is key. There's linear income, there's passive income, there's residual income, and passive income is definitely the best. Linear, you're trading time for money. Passive income, you're trading less time, but you're still trading it. And then finally, residual income is if you work once and you do it right, you continue to get paid for the work that you do. And that's important for everybody to know. And so the way a person gets residual income is by learning how to automate through systems. And the best place it, to do that is on the online world because of all the software and availability that you have in the software world to be able to auto automate things. Well, today's topic of conversation is one I just don't talk a whole lot about because it needs explanation. It just has a really messed up perspective, ultimately from people who are very uneducated in the industry. And so because of that, it gets a lot of negative feedback. So before we get into that conversation today, I want to say, stop, hold on, don't turn off this podcast. Give yourself some time to listen to this entire episode because I think you today are going to learn something if you just hang out. 
And I think it's going to change your perspective. In fact, not only think, I know it's going to turn your, change your perspective. So hold on tight, grab some popcorn, but more importantly, grab a paper and a pen, learn, have an open mind, because you're going to find that something that's going to happen in 2021 and on is that the industry that I'm going to talk about today, the online business that I'm going to talk about today is going to be one of the fastest growing industries and businesses that you're going to find over the next 10 years. So what is that industry? Well, it's known as network marketing. I've done maybe one or two podcasts. I know I've done at least one, but maybe two podcasts total on this conversation of network marketing. We're going to get back in that conversation today. If you go to iteachfreedom.com, we don't talk a whole lot about it there either. It has been brought up, but we talk about this very rarely. Um, and so here's the thing. I actually get talked to about network marketing almost every single day. People ask me, Jason, what do you think about network marketing? And you might know network marketing, also known as multi-level marketing. And so multi-level marketing, aka network marketing, but more importantly, network marketing, multi-level marketing is kind of the slang term. We can really go into all that conversation. Network marketing is a really awesome opportunity. But here's the problem. A lot of people who don't know the, the industry, who don't know anything about network marketing, who have maybe tried network marketing or have known someone who's tried network marketing, they get a really bad perspective because here's the thing. It's the blind leading the blind. It's people who don't know what they're talking about teaching other people who don't know what they're talking about. And so ultimately when all is said and done is if you have a bunch of people who don't know what they're talking about teaching other people to do something, guess what you're going to have? You're going to have an ill rep representation. You're going to have a misperspective. And ultimately you're going to have a lot of people doing things wrong. There's a reason why numerous millionaires and billionaires, such as Robert Kiyosaki, who wrote Rich Dad, Poor Dad, and even mentioned network marketing in multiple of his books, and it has a whole book called Second Chance on Network Marketing, encourages people to look at network marketing. There's several millionaires out there that I could tell you that have mentioned network marketing before. But the problem is a lot of people don't understand. Now, with that being said, the people that you often see do network marketing that give bad that, that give network marketing a bad name are the very people themselves who are actually doing it wrong. And that's the problem. Network marketing has actually been around since 1880. It is over a hundred years old. Guys, it is not going anywhere except for up. It is growing by leaps and bounds. In fact, the Direct Sellers Association said by the year 2015, that's 15 guys, not 2021, but they said that 50% of homes in the United States are going to have a network marketer in their home, which guys, that is an important thing to understand. Ultimately, guys, it's not going anywhere. So either you learn how to do it and you learn how to master it, or you just keep wanting to irritate you. Let me just say something. I hear all the time, well, Jason, don't you know that there's only about a 1% success rate in network marketing? Well, let me just put this back to you. Do you not know that that same close statistic, maybe 1% to 5% is in any type of business? That the majority of people don't do well in business? 
And I'll tell you why. It's not because of the business. It's not because of the structure of the business. It's because of the individual themselves. So when people say, well, don't you know that only 1% of people who are jumping in network marketing is successful? I'll say 1% of people are successful in network marketing because only 1% of people actually do what they're supposed to do, which means 99% of people don't do what they're supposed to do. So it's not the industry. It's not even the company. It is the individual. I can tell you this because as I go to iteachfreedom.com and I converse with all the people there, you might be one of them. I find that there's often roadblocks in all types of businesses, whether it's drop shipping, wholesale, affiliate marketing, e-courses, e-books, podcasts. I don't care what it is. I find that so many people struggle just with any type of business. They have so many different issues. And so it's not just the industry. So if you're that person sitting here, well, multi-level marketing doesn't work. Well, you know, here's the thing. It's certainly not going to work for you. And you know why it's certainly not going to work for you? Because you've already defeated yourself for making it work. Guys, I'm going to be very honest and frank when I say what I'm going to say next. I actually know more millionaires in the network marketing industry than in any other industry that's out there. I know more millionaires in drop shipping. I know more millionaires than in wholesale. I know more millionaires in affiliate marketing. I know more millionaires in network marketing than I do in real estate. And I know a lot of real estate investors. And one of the things that I'll say about real estate investing real quick is that a lot of those people who are proclaimed millionaires are not millionaires by cash flow. They're millionaires by asset flow. And that's a total different concept there. Total different concept. I'll say that for another day. But I don't care what business is that if you're going to jump in drop shipping or you're going to jump in wholesale, if you're not going to put the effort in, you're going to be just like the 99 other percent of people who jump into wholesale and drop shipping who are a failure at it. Network marketing is no difference. So here's the thing. Let's just look at the grand scheme of network marketing that uh, since 1880. So we're talking 140 years that network marketing has been into existence. And it's important for you to understand a lot of people still think old school network marketing. And I'm going to tell you something. There's a lot of things in network marketing that I don't even like. There's a lot of things in network marketing that I don't care for. But a lot of that stuff that has been construed over time has been stuff that have been taught from people who, well, either A, aren't professional or B, don't have any clue on earth what they're doing. And so ultimately you get this mismanaged message. The other thing I'll also mention, we are in 2021, guys. We're in 2021, which means that even network marketing can be done 100% online. And so a lot of times I get the people who say out there, well, Jason, I'm just not a salesperson. Or Jason, I don't want to have to recruit my friends and family. And you know what I'll say to them? Fine, don't. You don't have to because we live in 2021 and everything can be done through social media, online, the internet, click funnels, things like that. And so ultimately when all is said and done, network marketing can be a very fantastic business. There's a lot of pros to network marketing if you find the right company. I am not going to throw a blanket statement out there and say that all companies are worth jumping in because they are clearly not. But I find 
that often people jump into network marketing for one of two reasons. And let me just say this, both reasons are typically bad. Number one, they jump into a business because their friend says, hey, why don't you come over and join me, you and me in business together? That's gonna be fantastic. It'll be so much fun if you and I can be in business together. Well, guys, just because a friend tells you that they would love to be in business with you does not mean that is a good business decision. And I'm going to tell you this, a lot of times that's actually going to be the exact opposite of what you're looking for. Business partnerships with friends are often not very good. Typically, they end in utter disaster, okay? But I'm not going to leave that as a blanket statement today. I'm just going to say it usually doesn't end well. So the number one reason why people jump into a network marketing business is because their friend asks them to. The second reason, which by the way, is also a bad reason, is they jump into a business because of a particular product that they love, maybe have seen results from or whatever, but they just really care about the product. But here's the thing, that really doesn't matter because a product itself does not scream huge business opportunity because there's multiple prongs, there's multiple spokes to that wheel that make that wheel turn. And if you're missing one or multiple of those spokes, that wheel is just not going to do what it needs to do. So product and people are definitely important with that. We'll talk about that here in just a second. But I want you to understand the reason why I love network marketing almost more than maybe any other business that's out there is because of the opportunity that it gives to scale. I want to give the example of McDonald's. If you want to jump into a McDonald's, uh, it's going to cost you around $2 million. Problem is, is that McDonald's takes around eight to 12 years to get your return on investment. And if that's all you're going for, if you're just going for a return investment in McDonald's, or if you're just going for a return on investment in drop shipping, or if you're just going for a return on investment in wholesale or network marketing or any other type of industry, guess what? You're totally in it for the wrong reason. And you might as well just keep the money that you put into the return, the, into the investment initially. If you're not willing to get the money back, and then maximize the income from there, then don't even do business at all because you've got the employee mindset and you're not gonna be successful from there. So don't say, well, I need to get my money back. That's bad mind thinking. That it Just don't do that. Say, I'm gonna double, triple, quadruple, 10 times 10X, as Grant Cardone says, 10X the amount of money that I'm going to make in this when I put this in original investment. That's the attitude that you need to have because if you're looking just to get the return on investment, you have failed already. So because I get this question all the time, I decided to jump on today's podcast episode of Building Wealth Now and give you kind of insights as far as what I like. So guys, I own several companies, several online companies. I've said this before. This has been a very clear statement for such a long time. If you've been a listener to the podcast for the last several years, if you've been on I Teach Freedom, the, the Facebook group, you've, you've noticed and seen that I have... Um, been in multiple different online companies, own multiple online companies. And you have also known, and I've been very clear, that I've been part of network marketing. And here's one also thing that's been very, very clear. I have never pitched a sales pitch on iteachfreedom.com or in my podcast. I don't make money from 
these things. I don't make any money at all uh, because that's not my purpose of them. My purpose is to educate people in the online world. So you might be asking, well, Jason, are you currently involved in a network marketing company? The answer is yes, I am. In fact, I'm the top 1% of that network marketing company and I'm in the top 1% of the entire industry. So I know the industry very well. I know what to look for. I know what it is. So let me just put it from this perspective. When looking at all of these different types of things, you need to stop. You need to understand that if you're not going to put the effort in any of these things, it really doesn't matter. Same thing with network marketing. I am not going to give you a sales pitch today. I'm not going to pitch you my company. I'm not even going to talk about my company. What I'm going to give to you is the information to say, if you are going to jump into network marketing, which I highly encourage you to truly think about it, then these are things that are going to make your life easier and I mean substantially easier if you're willing to take the time and effort to investigate. See, this is half the problem. A lot of people don't investigate, number one. Number two, a lot of people, when they do investigate, they don't look for deeper answers. They ask very shallow questions, and so they get shallow answers. And so because of all those different types of things, they never get the residual freedom that they want from their network marketing company. Guys, it's the same thing I see with dropshipping. It's the same thing I see with wholesale. When you guys come to me and you ask me about dropshipping and wholesale, a lot of times the very straight thing you go to says, well, I'm looking at Alibaba and AliExpress. And I'll say the same thing to you over and over and over. Fine, go with Alibaba and AliExpress. And you might not be able to, you might be able to make some money. Here's the thing. In three or four weeks from now, you're going to go right back to Alibaba and right back to AliExpress looking for more products because the product that you bought three, four, five weeks before has already hit the saturation peak because everybody else is already selling that product. And so it is a revolving door. That is why when looking at drop shipping or wholesale or anything such as that, when you're representing a product in those platforms, there's much better ways to do it to build a long-term relationship to have generational residual income. Guys, when jumping into network marketing, if you're not willing to take a look into the whole gamut of things, you're going to probably make some mistakes and it's probably going to be an uphill battle for you in your business. So I have what I call the five key principles to building a generational network marketing company. These are very important. And this is what this is going to do for you. This is going to help you that when people pitch their network marketing company to you, you're going to be able to know within about five minutes, whether it's something that you're really truly wanting to jump into. So let's just get into those things. Number one is timing. Number one is timing. Guys, I've already talked about these actually on another podcast back a few years ago. I'm going to re- reinstitute them today because there's a lot of brand new listeners that have not been listening for that long. And so um, they need to go find that. So I'm just going to do that right here. So number one is timing, guys. Uh, let me just tell you something. If a company is 70 years old, you have a saturated company. It's hard to make the big bucks, so to speak, in a company that's old. A newer company, my rule of thumb, is typically 15 years and younger. That's kind of the numbers I'm looking for. Is that a hard, fast rule? Not 100% hard, fast, but pretty fast uh, with that mindset. So the very first thing I want to look is timing. Uh, in that, I want 15 years or less. Second thing I want to look for is I want to look at trends. 
Trends are important. I certainly don't want to look at fads because fads make a company come and a company go. And that's not what we're looking for. There's too many faddish companies out there that ultimately we see this in the dropshipping world. We see this in the wholesale world. We see this in the affiliate marketing world. And yes, we see it in network marketing. We see these at strip malls. We see faddish stores. I was up in Gatlingburg, Tennessee, uh, just a few uh, months ago during the whole presidential election. And it was interesting to me that I was, I was going through Gatlinburg, Pitchenborg, and all that kind of area, that there was so many, many Trump stores, as in President Trump stores, as in uh, selling President Trump t-shirts, hats, bumper stickers, all that kind of stuff. And that is a fad business idea. And their whole goal is just to make a quick buck. And it's kind of a drive-by business. It comes, it goes. It was never meant to stay long-term. It was just meant to make money. But it's not generational money. It's not long-term money. It is short-term money. And that's not what, listen, if you're going to put the effort into something, why not put the same exact effort into a residual income business that's going to last long-term, potentially life, generationally, kids, grandkids, great-grandkids, why not put the effort into something like that other than something that's just going to be here for a few weeks, months, or years, right? So the very first thing is timing. So we want to look at number one, the how old, and number two, the trends that follow. So what are the top trends that are out there, okay? What are the top trends that are out there? And I do mean focus on the trends. I'm going to kind of answer that question here in the next route. So number two, so the very first thing is timing. Number two, the second thing is product. The second thing is product. Now, guys, I'm going to cut right to the chase. I want to find a product that's not a fad. I want to find a product that's trendy. I want to find a product that's unique. So I don't want it saturated. I don't want, I don't want something that everyone else is selling. Number three, I don't want a me too product. And so therefore, and, and let me go on to this. I also want a product that is not easily imitatable either. Something that's easily mimical, mimicable, where something like Walmart or Amazon in three or four, five, six weeks can imitate literally exactly what I'm doing with a few minor tweaks and make it their own and then sell like crazy. That is a challenge in any type of business. When I have to compete against Amazon and I have to compete against Walmart, no fun for me and no fun for you. So let me give you a couple of hints with that. I don't like selling things like clothes or services or makeup or electronics. All of those are easily imitatable. Makeup is easily imitatable. Um, clothes, obviously, are easily imitatable. What about services? Yes, yeah, services are actually easily imitatable. If you have a partnership with, say, Verizon Wireless and say that they're going to give you a discount on their cell phone plan, if you go with this particular network marketing company and you're going to have this club and you're going to get all these services and all of a sudden, you know, fill in the blank, you get that discount. Well, what tells me that other clubs or other network marketing companies can't do that same service? See, there is no proprietary information there that is just belongs to that particular network marketing company and so therefore makes a struggle. So guys, the industry that I love the most is actually the health and wellness industry. Health and wellness is always a top trend. In fact, this last year, it has increased substantially because of the pandemic and it is up by over 35% compared to any other technologies trends that are even out there. Now, you might be saying, well, Jason, isn't there like a bazillion and one health and wellness companies? The answer is yes. So that's why I gave that very key criteria to you when it comes to A, trends, 
number two, timing. But also within the product world, there's a couple of things that I want you to throw out there to you so that you understand something. When it comes to the products in the health and wellness industry, I'm looking for several things. I'm looking, number one, for patents. Not patent pending, but patents. If I see patents, that gives me opportunity to know that there is a long-term security that people can't easily imitate them. And if there's multiple patents, even better. If there's one, eh, it's still a little sketchy, but the more patents that company has, the better it will be for all of us. Number two, I also, being the fact that it's a health and wellness industry, I really do prefer that it is a product that has independent research on it, not research that the company themselves has paid for and done the investigation themselves, because that's very self-serving. And ultimately, when all is said and done, they could really say whatever in the world that they want to. And that is a problem, because if they're saying this product does this, who are we to say that it doesn't? unless we go spend our thousands or really millions of dollars investigating that particular product. So what I'm looking for is I'm looking for a company that has, very important here, independent scientific studies. That way, when people ask me, they say, well, where's the research? I can very easily say, well, listen, I'm not the guy who researched it. My company's not the guy or the company that's researched it. In fact, that university or that medical institution over there, they're the ones who researched it. They're the ones who did it. For example, I'll say, you know, something like the long line. Well, you don't have to take my word for it because Harvard University studied it. Well, how cool is that when Harvard University or whatever institution or, you know, whatever uh, spends their millions of dollars independently studying their product? That means that the clout of the science, the definition of the science of that particular product is no longer in the hands of the company, but truly from a third party source saying, look how awesome that product is. And usually when you have universities and medical institutions independently studying a product, and you have patents on it, let me tell you what you're going to get. You're going to get a unique, what we call category-creating category product that nobody else has. And because the patents that are there and the science that's behind it most likely is not going to be a product that is easily imitatable. And that's what you want because that ultimately means you're going to have long-term, long-term importance there. That is a good thing. You want generational wealth? Then make sure you follow along something that has those long-term patents. Now, moving forward. So we have number one, timing. Number two, product. And number three is going to be the compensation itself. Now, oh, this is such a huge conversation. Honestly, there's no way on earth that I'm going to be able to to really take a lot of time to really fan out just because I really would need diagrams and things to be popping all over the place and kind of going through all these things. But the couple of things I'm looking for specifically, obviously I'm looking for that leveraged residual income to be heavy in my favor. I don't care if the corporate side of a network marketing company makes money, they have to, but I really want to be able to say, this is something that's going to reoccur. And how do we get that residual income? How do we get that leveraged income? Well, guys, it is based upon subscriptions and specifically consumable subscriptions. So 30-day consumable subscriptions. You've heard me say this over and over. If you've been listening to this podcast for a long time, I love consumables. Consumables that you can throw on subscriptions are always, always, always a good thing. So here's the thing. When we have a consumable subscription, that ultimately means 
I don't have to carry product in my house. By the way, if you're thinking I've got to carry all these products in my garage, you're thinking very old school network marketing. I'm just going to say this. The large majority of companies out there today don't make you carry product at home. Now, there are still some. There are still some that make you buy product at home that you sell out of home and you do all these parties and all that kind of stuff. And you know what? Frankly, that's just not a good model. Because here's the thing, it's not generational. If you have to constantly sell out of your home, then you're always going to be selling out of your home. If you always have to buy products to resell, it really isn't a generational company. It really isn't residual. You know what it is? It is a linear job. You are self-employed at that point in time, and you're not really going to be able to make that income that you're really wanting to make because, well, you're investing all that stuff up front with buying overhead. And overhead is a game killer when it comes to that generational business. So I'm looking for subscriptions that come to the person's house that I never touch at 30-day consumables. That is what I'm looking for. Very, very important for you to understand. Now, that's where that residual income comes from. That's where that leverage income comes from. That's so important. Now, along with the compensation, there's so many things I could say about this, but ultimately you have front end compensations, back end compensations, and you have middle of the road compensations. The difference is this, if I have a compensation that really pays out the new person, that's good for the new person, but if you want to have that long-term generational income, eventually it becomes bad. So some of you might be saying, well, that means that the guy who's in the long list or the guy on the top makes all the money. Well, yeah, in that model, and that's why it's not a good model. Then you might have the flip of it where the guy, the back-end money is all in the back-end where all of the super successful people in that company are making all the big money. And no, that's not a good model either. We really kind of want a middle-of-the-road compensation that, that feeds the front, feeds the middle, and feeds the back. And all of them are able to make a pretty legit income. So we want a compensation that ultimately, no matter where you are at, you're always be able to work as hard as you want to work to make the income that you want to make. So it's not going to be one of those things where the guy on the top makes all the money. Frankly, you want a business that if you work hard enough and you do it right, that you're able to write your own paycheck and it's not determined by who's above you. It is determined by you. That's what you want. You want a business that is, is completely specifically designed to make you as successful as you want to be and not make somebody else rich without you being able to get rich. You see, does that make sense? Hopefully it does. Now, with that being said, there's multiple different types of compensation plans. We have a binary compensation plan. We have a multi-level compensation plan, or we have what we call a hybrid unit level. Those are kind of the main three. Um, I'm not going to fan these all out, but honestly, binary is the worst of the worst. I can certainly go harder into a binary compensation plan. That means you have two legs, definitely the worst of all the compensations. A multi-level marketing compensation means that you have three to five legs, um, which is better than a binary, but still not as good because eventually they can cap your income and say you can only make X number of dollars, which guys, it might be 30, 40, $50,000 a month. You might be saying, man, that's fantastic income. If I could get that right now, that would be awesome. I get that. I understand that, but they're capping you, which means... If you want to continue to grow your wealth, they're eventually going to stop you and say, no, you're stuck at this number. I don't want that. I don't want anybody ever telling me you are stuck at this height. I want to be able to say, if I want to make $100,000 a month, $500,000 a month, a million a month, 
I can do that with my effort and my, my motivation behind it. That's important. The unilevel hybrid compensation plan is a hybrid, which means there's multiple different types of unilevel hybrids, which by the way, there's different types of binaries, there are different types of multi-levels, but a unilevel hybrid has multiple things to it that are really important. Ultimately, we're talking wealth and width and strength and depth. Really, a, multi, uh, a unilevel hybrid has the ability to grow as wide as you want and as deep as you want. The beautiful thing about that is because you really can get the income that you want at any level of any number of anything that you possibly want if you continue to build it that way. The depth is also giving you structure and safety in your business for that long-term generational income. But also important is that it really does give you the opportunity to grow your business as large as you want that nobody can hinder you that is above you. And really this whole concept of, well, Jason, it sounds like a pyramid scheme that gets totally thrown out of the water because in a unilevel hybrid, there really is no pyramid scheme. In fact, it looks more like a mountain range than it does an actual pyramid. Or if anything, it looks like a giant spider web. But there is literally no such as a pyramid thing in a unilevel hybrid just based upon what it is. Now, I could fan all these out and and I'm kind of just giving some very general information and, and ultimately we could just talk along and long and long for that. We want the people in the beginning to make good money. We want the people in the middle to make good money. And we want the people in the end to make good money. And the best way to do that is through a unilevel hybrid compensation plan. And again, I could spend a lot of time just on that conversation. But because I try to keep these podcasts concise, short, and to the point, we'll move on. The next thing, which would be the fourth key to the generational uh, network marketing business, is we really want mentorship. Now, this is just one of those things that is so incredibly important. No matter what kind of business you're in, guys, you need mentorship. If you're going to do dropshipping, wholesale, affiliate, any of those types of online businesses, guys, one of the things I can say is always, 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 always get a mentorship. And it is such an important thing for you to do in the network marketing industry as well. Here's the problem. A lot of network marketing companies, based upon the compensation plan that they have, really don't encourage mentorship from that top 1% of the company that actually produces. So you're going to want to make sure that you have access to those people. Not every six months, not every year, but truly you're able to say, I can call my mentor today as many times as I want to and ask them for help or any questions that I have as much as I need to. Not that you're going to abuse that, but that you have the opportunity to do that. It is such an important thing for somebody to be able to say in any type of business, do this, do this, do this. This is step one, step two, step three, step four, step five. And if you find that, oh, golden, like I can't even tell you, because that is such a big thing. That's why I go back to one of the very first things I said. One of the reasons why the biggest misunderstanding of network marketing comes is because people have the blind leading the blind. And so ultimately what you have is you have a bunch of people who don't know how to market teaching a bunch of people who don't know how to market. And so ultimately what we get is we get a bunch of greasy salesmen doing really bad professional sales jobs. And so that's why so many people get the bad perspective because when all is said and done, they bombard everybody in their life and anybody that is within three feet of them, they spit and saliva all over them, all of their marketing pitches, which are pathetic at best. And so then therefore everybody says, whatever that is, I don't want to do it. And that's important. Guys, network marketing, 
the, the, the key phrase of network marketing is marketing. You've got to know that if you're going to be in business, you've got to learn how to market correctly. And so just like any other business, one of the biggest reasons why people fail is number one, they don't have the right mentor, but number two, they don't know how to market correctly. And if you're doing dropshipping wholesale, your business will never get off the ground. If you're going to be a real estate agent, your business is never going to get off the ground. If you're going to be a, a hairstylist, your business is never going to get off the ground unless you learn how to properly market. So stop saying the industry doesn't work. What works is your marketing doesn't work. That's important. So make sure you have a mentor who's able to teach you how to market correctly. And again, one of the wonderful things that we see today is that in 2021, we can market all online and never bombard anybody if we don't want to. Now, the cool thing about network marketing is you can still do it offline if you want to. And you know what? I still encourage that because if you find a really good company that matches up with these five generational keys to building a generational network marketing company, then why wouldn't you want to tell your friends and family? Now, I'll just say this, do it properly. Do it the right way, market correctly. Because if you do that that way, the correct way, guess what's going to happen? The people will understand that you're not there to push them in a corner. They're going to understand that you truly care about them. And you have to understand something. There's the other part of network marketing that a lot of people miss too. It's not about the business. It's about the networking. In other words, what I mean by that is if you think it's all about the money, it's not. That's one of the biggest misconceptions from a bunch of people who are very ignorant in the, in, in the industry. My goal, my passion is to help people. And one of the best ways I can help people is connect them to real business opportunities. And one of the best ways to do that is through network marketing. So that networking key is a very key piece, very key piece. I am looking to help people by collecting a, uh, connecting a solution to their pain, need, and want. And if I can do that, and it's a true solution, it's no longer sales. It's networking and it's marketing. And therefore we have an industry that we call network marketing. What a beautiful thing. And now not only can I help my business grow, but I can also help their business grow and I can help them achieve their dreams, their goals, check off their bucket list, help them to no longer live paycheck to paycheck and help them to survive and also help their friends and family be able to grow a paycheck. And I've done this hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of times, if not thousands of times, I've done this where I've helped people out of that depth of despair. So we have timing, we have product, we have compensation, we have mentorship, and finally, number five, we also have publicly traded. Now, guys, I'm not going to say I'm adamant on the publicly traded, but I'm pretty adamant about the publicly traded. The reason for that being is because you just never know what's going to happen with a privately held company. Um, and in the network marketing industry, I just want as much security as I possibly can. So I really prefer publicly traded. You might be sitting here and saying, I don't understand. What do you mean by privately held and publicly traded? Privately held means somebody owns the company. And ultimately, they can really do whatever they want to. Now, hopefully they don't because it is against the law to do whatever you want to. They've got to be transparent, but often they don't have to announce it publicly. With a publicly traded company that's listed on the New York Stock Exchange, they have to give all their financials. They have to tell every major move that happens with the company, and they have to give a public release for it. That way, we know how much debt they have in the bank or how much money they have in the bank. We know what the corporate side makes as far as the, the C-suite makes from that. Um, but the other cool thing about being a part of a publicly traded company is the fact that I can be a shareholder too, which means I get a say-so in the future of that company as well. 
And that's an important thing. I love being part of a publicly traded company. So I just want to encourage you with that thought process. If you're going to jump into a network marketing company, don't you want to know what's under the hood, so to speak? So a publicly traded company is a very key thing. Again, I'm not going to say I'm adamant about it, but I'm pretty adamant about it. All right. Uh, so hopefully you can understand that. Uh, but guys, network marketing is a huge opportunity. And I'll just say, whatever misnomers or misconceptions that you have about network marketing, I can tell you something. It is just that. It is a misconception. If it is about a pyramid scheme where the person gets all the money, then that's not network marketing. If it's about bombarding your friends and family, well, guess what? That's not what it's about. Those concepts come from people who are not professional. Those come from people who don't know what they're doing. Those come from people who are really ignorant on what the industry is. And so therefore, again, it comes down to the blind leading the blind. Network marketing is one of the only companies, only industries in the world where you can scale it for life and actually have it continue to grow after automation and really never have to peek a look under the hood again. Um, now that's going to take a lot of work and I don't want you to understand something. There is no get rich quick scheme in network marketing. It takes a lot of work just like any other business does. So don't come and say, well, it sounds super easy. It's not, it's hard. Just like any other business it is. It takes work a hundred percent takes a hundred percent work. And so I want to encourage you guys don't throw network marketing out just because you have a bad misunderstanding of it, because that's exactly what it is. It's a bad misunderstanding. And people will say something along the line, well, Jason, you're really preying on people. No, if network marketing is done right, it's never preying on people. It's never being a predator in that world because if you have a true pain, need, or want, and I have a true solution, you would be upset with me if I didn't give you the answer. You'd be upset with me if I didn't give you help. You'd be upset if I knew about it for 10, 15 years and you knew me very well and you knew, or and I knew that you were in pain. I knew that you had uh, different things that you needed to have happen and you knew, or and I knew that and I never came to, you'd be mad at me. You'd be upset at me. So here's the thing for all of you people out there who say, well, you know, Jason, it's very predatory. Well, here's the thing you're doing it wrong. Because if you're just looking for the sale, if you're just looking to make a buck, if you're just trying to pad your own wallet, fill your own purse, here's the problem. You're the problem, not the industry. The problem isn't the industry. The problem is the person who's running the business. The problem is the person who's running the business doesn't really care about other people. The problem is they only care about themselves. And guess what? That is the reason why people have that mindset. But if you do it right, you do it the correct way, you will be successful. And no one's ever going to say, wow, man, he just hit me across the face with a sales pitch. He's going to look at me and say, wow, that, that was good. Thank you for making that connection with me. Thank you for networking, me, networking with me. Thank you for giving a solution to my need. And guys, here's one quick phrase I'll say to you as we close today. And that is this. If it's for you, great. If it's not, no big deal. Don't get all upset about it. It's a wonderful opportunity. But I encourage you to follow those five key principles to finding a generational network marketing. And I promise you, if you do, you're going to have a whole different perspective on the network marketing industry that you're going to say, wow, I actually, here's the words, love 
network marketing. Hey, my name is Jason Kokenzie. Go to I Teach Freedom if you want to learn more about network marketing. Make sure you ask. I'm more than happy to help you in any way. There's lots of things that we can discuss, lots of things that we haven't discussed just because of the sake of time. Maybe we'll do a Network Marketing 102 at some point in time or a part two or part three in the future. But for right now, that should give you a pretty good perspective of it. Hey, if you enjoyed the information, hit subscribe, follow me, go to I Teach Freedom. Would love to help you in any way that I possibly can, whether it's drop shipping, wholesale, affiliate marketing, e-courses, anything that's online. If it is online business, I would love to help you. Hope you have a wonderful day, guys. We'll catch you on the other side. Have a good day.